You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. So what's your plan for Lent? Probably not a question you thought about. By the way, Lent starts next week, Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. Um, if you're anything like me, I'm kind of retroactive. Lent comes upon me and, oh, it's Wednesday. I see people with ashes on their head. And um, I, I remember and I call the church to see what time masses are. Um, and I scamper. And then it's not till the following weekend when we start talking about Lent that I think about how am I going to make this season any different than my normal life? Well, I would propose maybe we can have the conversation now so that you can begin to have the conversation with the Lord so that maybe when Wednesday starts, you can actually have a plan, an intentional plan to grow in more intimacy with God. Because Lent is not just about you. Lent's about a relationship with you and God and hopefully eventually between you and other people. The church is meant to serve us. The church is, is our mother, and a mother always wants her children to grow and to become mature and healthy. And so the church gives us seasons so that we can grow, so that we don't become stagnant. A season kind of shifts us. It gets us to look at things differently. And so we have ordinary time. I wear this green, and this is uh, for ordinary time. We're just kind of going through the ministry of Jesus, kind of going through his life one thing at a time. But Wednesday, I'm going to start to wear purple. We're going to cut some music out. We're going to worship a little bit differently. We're going to start to fast. It's meant to jar us, to shake us, to get us to think and to listen a little differently. And it's all meant to serve our relationship with God and our relationship with others, to deepen our relationship. And so a lot of people say, well, what am I going to give up? I would propose maybe that's not the, it's a, it's a good question. It's maybe not the best question. Because if you're anything like me, the things that I give up basically are just an exercise of how strong can I be? How strong can I be? It's almost like a workout plan. Can I give this up for 40 days? Can I take some cold showers? Can I give up beer? Can I give up alcohol? Can I give up smoking? Can I give up, um, you name it, social media? And at the end of the 40 days, maybe I realized how strong I was or how weak I was, but in the end, strangely, I just basically picked those things back up. Maybe the beer tastes so much better. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe the social media, I can't wait to get back. Or maybe I realized, you know, I really don't need it anymore. But how about we think about this question? Instead of what can I give up, what can I give to God. What can I give to God? I think when I pray about that question, 
I don't really have the answer unless I talk to God and ask him what would he like me to give to him. Ultimately, Lynn is about growing in deeper relationship with God and ultimately with other people because if I'm better, I'm better for other people. And so, God, how do you want me to grow closer to you in this season? What can I give you so that we can grow together? I don't know if spouses ever ask this. So, maybe I don't know what this would sound like with a spouse. What do we need to do? to get closer? That's a pretty intimate question. It's a pretty vulnerable question. I see some of you laughing that are married, like, I ain't asking her that. They're like, <laughs> she might actually tell me things that I don't want to hear, right? So I literally just saw that as a little couple and about 10 rows back, he's like, you know, looking up in the sky, hoping she didn't hear that. And she's laughing like, I heard it and I'm not going to ask it. But so what would it look like if we actually prayed to God saying, Lord, we have these 40 days together. What would help us grow closer? What can I give you as a gift to help us grow closer? Maybe it's time. Maybe the Lord is saying, I would just like your time. I'd just like to spend time with you. Maybe you say, you know, I, I want this relationship. I find this relationship kind of keeps us from glowing, growing closer. It's a toxic relationship. And can you give me this relationship? Maybe it's a behavior. The Lord might say, I, I want this behavior. When you do this behavior, when you do this, you turn in on yourself. You feel ashamed. You feel, you feel guilty. And when you do that, you turn in on yourself and therefore you turn away from me and that hurts us. So can you give me this behavior? Maybe I want your phone. As good as that thing is, somehow, when you have five minutes, 10 minutes in the day, when you have like a gap of time for us to talk, you always... Pull that thing out of your pocket and you just play on that thing. I'd love to just talk in those five or 10 minutes, but like your eyes are directed to that screen and not to me. Maybe you could give me that. Or maybe you can give me your eyes. When you look at other people, you don't really see me. You just see what's wrong in them. And then, Maybe you can give me your mouth because when you see something wrong in them, you actually verbalize it and it comes out like poison. Maybe you could stop talking so much and maybe you could start listening to me. Like my heart wants to, to show you what I see and my heart wants to show you what I want you to say. I don't know how this dialogue would, would sound, but I know if we're not willing to have the dialogue, we're never going to hear the heart of God. And we're probably going to give up stuff that maybe we think might help us. We give up Coke. We give up sweets. I'm going to give up trying to, not to curse. And then we're going to realize how weak we are and then whatever. Whatever. 
Jesus says today at the end of the gospel, a good person out of the store of goodness in his heart produces good. But an evil person out of the store of evil in his heart produces evil. It's from the fullness of our heart that the mouth speaks. When someone speaks, we know what's happening inside of them. And so, what would this Lent look like for you if it were a particular, personal, intentional journey to meet you where you are so that you can grow closer to God? That means everyone in here would have a particular, individual, separate Lenten journey. And it would be for you, personal, particular. No one would be reading the same book. No one would be doing the same thing. It's not a cookie cutter. But the only person that knows what would make your Lent particular and special is the Lord. So can we maybe spend some time between now and Wednesday asking the Lord, Lord, where am I in my spiritual journey? Where are we? What would you like me to give you this Lent? And maybe this Lent would be the most particular, the most intentional, the most holy Lent of our life.